Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Anthony Hinnon, Pennsylvania reporter for The Center Square. Joining me today is The Center Square's Pennsylvania editor, Kristen Smith. Kristen, you wrote a story looking at the long saga of school construction and maintenance across the Commonwealth. This is an issue that's plagued the state for as long as probably any lawmaker in office can remember. And we had a program that operated for years that was not very well constructed. It was called PlanCon. And what it was, was this matching grant program that school districts could apply to be in. And it would help them cover the costs of major renovations and sometimes the construction of new buildings. It's probably not a surprise to anyone that a lot of the school buildings in Pennsylvania are really, really old. And in fact, one school School in Allentown, it was built in 1874. So that what literally means children of Civil War soldiers walked through those halls. And we still have kids walking through those halls, going to those classes today. And so as you can imagine, a building that old is not anywhere near safety or modernization standards that would make education easy, if even comfortable. I mean, you're talking no AC, undrinkable water. There's a high school in Philadelphia that doesn't have bathroom stalls. And there's visible mold growing on the walls. These are really big issues that are contributing to poor health and welfare of students and teachers. But because the program PlanCon was poorly designed, not only was there not enough money or a specific pipeline for ongoing maintenance and smaller projects that don't involve extensive renovations, but, you know, might be a new HVAC system, for example, those issues were a lot harder to get paid for. So that that was one problem. The other problem was there became such a backlog in projects that the state had promised. I mean, we're talking years and years. The state had promised to fund these, but they didn't have the money. They couldn't sustain it. So they were over-promising, under-delivering. PlanCon, the backlog was officially cleared a few years ago. cost billions, I think $1.7 billion at the time to do it. And we've kind of done nothing since. We have a PlanCon 2.0 that exists, but has never been funded. Well, that's what Representative Peter Schweier wants to do now. He's a Democrat from Allentown. And he wants to, let's let's do PlanCon 2.0, but let's have a specific program for this ongoing maintenance so that these schools... They could build new, they could renovate, or they could just update their systems and their uh, facilities so that kids actually have a place to go to the bathroom, for example, during the day. So with this, you know, we, we've watched funding grow fairly consistently in recent years for K through 12. Is this just an issue with an overall long backlog here, large backlog here? Is this an issue with spending going elsewhere? Or is this one of those things where, you know, maintenance costs or inf- infrastructure costs for these buildings are just so high? There essentially just needs to be another fund. I think infrastructure costs are at the heart of it. They're very high. So for example, Supporters of a program like this argue that there's probably $15 billion to $20 billion worth of projects just in this maintenance piece that needs to be addressed. And it's probably an undercount of what's truly out there. And the problem is because of having to devote state and local dollars to other important things like actual staffing and curriculum and the other things that are so important for kids at school. There just hasn't been a ton left over for these maintenance projects. There's things that just get kicked down the road because they have to prioritize. And it's a really hard decision to make when you've got mold on the walls, but you don't have enough textbooks and you know so many of the, the problems that school districts have faced. That being said, there is an argument that the state should have done this a long time ago, that they should have had a better running program to help cover these costs. And they have a role 
in edu- you know, fair and adequate education funding. In fact, there was a lawsuit recently that determined that our funding system is not constitutional. Uh, this maintenance piece is a big part of it. But that being said, we don't know exactly how much Democrats want to invest in this particular program. Like I said, the old plan con was, you know, $1.7 billion in the hole till we cleared it out. Don't quote me on that number. I could be a little bit wrong, but that it was in that neighborhood. It was an extensive amount of money. And so the Republicans who support this idea are really concerned about getting back into that situation. They want guardrails, as they say, for this program. They want to know how much we're going to spend to make sure it's sustainable. And they want us to set a very specific timeline of maybe a couple years or so. They weren't really pinning anything down in my conversations with them just because negotiations are ongoing. But they want to do this, but they don't want it to fall apart the way the last program did. And now you've got school districts who are in buildings that are quite literally falling apart and were built before even electricity was commonplace. And now they're stuck in a position where they can't get money from the state to help this because there's so much other money that needs to be spent. And going to taxpayers to continue to raise their burden is also not exactly an option, considering that a lot of these schools are in districts that are economically disadvantaged, whether they're very rural and they have problems with their tax base in that way, or they're very urban and crowded and have socioeconomic disadvantages that make it hard to increase the tax the tax burden. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kristen Smith, this is Anthony Hannon. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.